0: I'm Adam Menes, And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast.
1: Today we're going to tell you how to still play your best, even when you have jet lag.
0: Man, if you have this figured out, this would be good for me. I'm, not, I'm just going to sit. All right, Peter fell asleep. No, I mean you're, legit, you're probably still legit jet lagged right now. right? Yeah,
1: I, I returned from from overseas yesterday, so this is a very topical com, uh, 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 content that I can barely even get through right now. Excellent. <laughs> okay, so this is, I think, is is you know, we try to give a little bit of utility on this. Uh, You'll hear a podcast. We give a little bit of humor. We give a little bit of actionable advice. We like to say we like to set the bar low. A little bit of of quite a few things, and if you know. The, the, the price of entry is free, so... Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. But I think this one, actually, you know, we talk about what recordings to listen to, how to practice, all all those things are important. But, you know, the reality, if you do any kind of international touring or travel, is it's going to come to a time when you have to play when you have jet lag or to do something or to get something accomplished and so no matter what you have prepared in terms of your musicality and your concentration and all that it'll all be for naught. i would say did yeah. i use that properly you, not you did that sounded funny but there you go it sounded very british i was just in london i might add so yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah but it would all be for naught if you can't get over or at least deal with the jet lag
0: it's definitely a skill that needs to be developed i'll never forget the first time i played in japan I didn't know what I was going to do. I mean, I'd never gone th- that far west before yeah. and then had to play
1: that night. Which is weird because they call it the Far East. I've never understood that. But. I don't either. But, I mean, I was a wreck. Yeah. I was a wreck. Yeah. yeah. So, in other words, you had not learned about drugs yet at that point. I had not <laughs> learned about drugs. yet. <laughs> okay. Just trying to go all natural. Didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, we're just going to kind of, you know, free ball on, on some um, – some just different ideas that we have and and see what see what comes up but you know the one that i've I, i've developed that actually works the best is is going to seem really obvious that's get some sleep oh come on <laughs> <laughs> no okay but this is the thing this is the normal schedule and i've done this a number of different ways but you know if you have a gig that evening and you're traveling to say uh anywhere in europe yeah. or or uk so If you're leaving the United States, you're pretty much going to be flying most likely overnight because almost all the flights go. So you're going to get in somewhere from very early morning to kind of mid-morning to maybe around noon. So if the gig is that evening, like normally what I'll do is fly in the day before and and most promoters and tour – Per, you know, managers will set it up that way because it's just oppressive to get in. And then if you're delayed, you're going to be going straight to the gig. Right. So if you get in the day before, a lot of people are like, oh, you got to try to stay up until that night so you can reset your clock. But I've found that just like, when you're tired, grab the sleep because that's a luxury to have the day off. I've also probably going on half the time just due to scheduling arrived the morning and had to do a gig the same night so you don't necessarily have that much flexibility but even in that case get some sleep whenever you can and get it on a bed
0: yeah no that's that's a great point actually you don't want to try to stay up too late and then not be able to sleep right then you're totally screwed this is what i'm saying with japan what happened to me in japan yeah it's like i was like no i'll try to reset my clock no nope didn't happen
1: (laughs) exactly and i mean the whole thing is like we're talking about how you can play your best with jet lag. If, if the gig, you know, if you've got a two hour gig or one hour gig or two and a half hour gig, you just need to be at your mental best that you can be during that time. You'll eventually reset your clock. I mean, you know, you start to see when the sun is coming and going. Mm. And look, you may end up, if you get in and then you sleep all day and then you wake up and you feel sort of refreshed and you do the gig, you might be up all night. Yeah. And then you're going to be screwed the next morning, but you probably don't have to do a gig until the next night again. So you just have to grab the sleep. Don't, I mean, the whole thing of resetting your clock. That's if you're arriving back home and you need to like readjust to your family or some kind of nine to five job, that's a different thing. But we have to be on the schedule of being as alert as we can for the gig. That's what we're there for. Yeah. Something that that
0: helped me eventually, and it doesn't really matter how you go about this. I use meditation, but to find a way to relax if you can't sleep, if you haven't got enough sleep before the gig, a couple hours before the gig, you know, for me discovering just simple ways to meditate, to be quiet to relax my mind, to try to like stop my thoughts really helped me on the gig later. Um, whether that's just like, even if you can't sleep, just laying down and and closing your eyes or, you know, going for a run can help too, but, but something to
1: kind of get your mind off the fact that you are (laughs) tired. Right, right. (laughs) You know, and you know, yeah. And I think that even if you sleep quite a bit on the plane and I mean, I'm lucky that I'm able to to sleep a lot on planes. Uh, it's not the same quality. I mean, I put it at about two to one ratio is what I find. So if I'm on a, Nine, 10 hour flight and I sleep, you know, six, seven hours. That's pretty good. Eight hours, but it's about four hours of quality sleep. That's right. So even if I get in, I'm like, wow, I'm feeling good and I'm excited. I'm gonna go out and sightsee. I might do a little bit of that, but I'm like, make sure and get that nap in before the gig so that I'm feeling refreshed. Yeah, I'll probably be up halfway, you know, at 3 a.m., but I'll kind of reset s- slower and not put that pressure on myself. Totally. Um, now one thing with the you know it's always hardest at the beginning of the tour so especially like for Japan or somewhere from like, like we're in the you know in the Midwest so we're going you go to Japan China it's, it's some of the worst because you're 12 to 13 hours you're exactly opposite um, so a lot of times you know it's like go an earlier day but that can be hard because you're yeah. off and stuff so sometimes I will like the whole thing of arriving on the day of the gig if you can get in early mm. and get a little bit of sleep on the plane get in early and just sleep as much as you need to during the day sometimes for me that's even easier than arriving the day before so if I'm feeling secure about the flight and that it's going to go through and everything and I'm not going to be late sometimes I'll actually opt for that and have better success and then you know you're not going to sleep too long because you got to get up for sound check and gig do the gig you're going to be tired at the end and then you might just kind of get lucky and go to sleep about midnight and be kind of reset and set up for a nice little tour
0: yeah Uh, I also found that actually being on the gig then on the concert um, you know you can experiment with kind of ways to to perk yourself up on the gig sometimes i what would help me is to like go in really hard at first you know what i mean like my first solo like i'll just start seeing what i can do uh-huh. and then i have like a grasp of like oh okay i'll be okay or i'm like okay i need to slow my roll here a little <laughs> slow bit slow your roll yeah or sometimes i would start i would kind of pace myself a little bit and just like resign the fact that i my, my mind isn't quite as sharp as i need it to be right now yep. and just you know be okay with that and and be simpler i mean it's not a bad idea in general to be honest you yeah know, yeah to just play simply you're you're gonna be fine right um, so. right
1: yeah and i think um you know a nice thing too is is it's always disorienting when you're traveling far and it's kind of you know you're fighting jet lag is sort of your body fighting against what is kind of set up to protect itself by being in rhythm with the sun and the and the moon and the night and the day and your regular schedule and you're throwing that off in a real violent way so you know kind of save up your mental energy and I think you know I like your idea about meditation I'm going to definitely try and apply that you know in my future travels too because you know that's all about kind of recharging our mental energy and focusing it on the performance you know and I, I just find like you know what's become easier it's not necessarily that the jet lag's gotten easier but you know, training my brain as to when I in preparation for when it needs to be at its most focus for me to be able to live deliver on what I'm there to do has become a little bit easier. And so, you know, I'm I'm pulling back on that mental that mental energy like for instance that I would spend on like a, a deep conversation with someone even during that day. I'm like, I don't I don't have the mental Capacity for, I mean, I do have it, but I want to save that for later when I really need to concentrate on the gig. And if you start to train your mind in that way, it's amazing what it, it will reward you with. Um, so let's see, do we have anything else on this? Oh, I mean, we could get into the drugs things. I've actually tried some of the, those, I mean, like the minor stuff, melatonin. Um, which really never I mean it was fun and I felt cool <laughs> with the bottle of it and like there's all sorts of labels on it that are like this is not approved for anything but having fun with and it's it's herbal I guess and stuff And I, but I do know people that they're like oh it's great it helps you reset your clock I mean I've taken Ambien like but more when I get home because I, I, I get a little zombie-ish it definitely works I mean it makes you sleep yep. but again like that's more if you are just like hell bent on like I want to reset right away I have done that when I've come home from like Asia and it just felt like I'm because I got away you know, work on a regular schedule, right? And it does help with that, but there's there's some side effects. I mean, nothing that was horrible for me. But. Yeah, I don't like to mess with it right before I'm going to play, like the day before. I'm oh gonna yeah, play. definitely not before you play. I think it's more of a just you. You got to sleep, and you don't want to wake up at yeah. two a.m. That's so, good. It's good. You know, we're not doctors, so do what's the disclaimer we need to put on this? You know, we <laughs> this only, is not. <laughs> we don't even play one on. <laughs> the, we don't even play them on the radio. Yeah. You know, <laughs> my name is not Peter Martin, and this is not <laughs> Adam Menace, <Manis. laughs> but.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the You'll Hear It podcast. You can go to youllhearit.com to get more information, submit a question, or just say hello. Well, you can do that. Absolutely. All right. And if you like what you heard, please leave a review and a rating below.
1: Thanks.